man growing up with a cane pole in his hand. Like a fool to dream sitting down by the street that leads him to the corpus play. Give him a shotgun to please his mind. Give them quail a few reasons to fly. Living in the city just ain't for me. I wanna go back to the country. Take me to Texas. I wanna go down that open road. Take me to Texas. I wanna see how far this country goes. Take me to Texas. I wanna go down that open road. Take me to Texas. I wanna see how far this country goes. Up your coffee cup, put the dog on the porch, and turn up your radio. This is the Outdoor Zone with TJ and Cody Ryan, live from the bunkhouse. There's a place up ahead and I'm going, just as fast as my feet can fly. Come away, come away, if you're going, leave the sinking ship behind. Come on. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Time for the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse. Yeah, it's just an old pin shack on the back of the ranch, but we call it home every Sunday morning live for you from 7 to 9 a.m. Central time here in the United States of America. And 24-7, 365 on your favorite podcast platforms. My name is TJ Graney. In the bunkhouse with me is Cody Ryan. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and beefsteak is not in the house, but Kruger's the ranch hand that gets here early, makes sure the gate gets open, fires up the old pot belly stove. And why are you shaking your head? No, hey, Jack, Jack of all trades is in today. I okay, well, golly, I don't know. You got so dang many people out here working every other day. And well, then Jack is the one who got the gate this morning, made sure the old pot belly stove was fired up and, uh, Put some foil on that coat hanger that's out front. Gets this signal out to you, our regulator friends and family. So, oh man, what a long night. Holy cow. I don't know if I want to ask what that means. You just, you're going to have to, you have to be a part of it. You don't even have to ask. I need, I need your help. You're going to have to be a part of it. A long night. So, uh, we have baby Huxley, grandbaby Huxley. Oh, you're babysitting. That's not what made it. That was the easy part. Oh, okay. So, she stayed over last night, and uh, she's bunked in the master bedroom. And so, Gramp gets kicked out because he's got to get up early and do the show in the morning. So... I'm sleeping upstairs in the guest bedroom and the dogs start going crazy. Just roll, 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 roll. I'm like, shut up. Roll, roll, roll. And then I thought, you know, that sound when they do that, it just means there's a deer in the yard. There's something going on. I need to get up. Right. Yeah. So I get up and I peek out the window and there is a truck driving 
in the back pasture of my property. Driving. Lights on. And I went, wait, what? Who? What? Yeah. You know, it took a minute to register in my head like somebody's driving in my back pasture. Yeah. So I jump up. We just got back from a trip. Every one of my guns is locked in my gun safe. Right. I'm in my in my sleeping shorts. So I run downstairs. I get my security flashlight. I run over. I open the safe. I get my shotgun out. I slap my feet in my mud boots, go running out the door, and they're driving through the gate leaving. Gates, okay. gates open. I'm thinking, okay, well, that electric gate part of it. So I went, well, what the heck? I walk up there. My gates broke down. Somebody drove through my gate, broke the bracket on the backside. They pushed my gate open. Forced broke, it open. Forced it open. Bro you could see where their tires spun to do it, and it broke that square two inch square pipe that sticks out that the side that holds my, well, what'd they steal? Well, then they drove straight across through the trees straight. You know how it's just, just pasture. Right. And they stopped about 40 yards short, short of my, uh, of my shed, my tool shed. And then turned around and left. I went and checked my, my, my barn and my tractor barn. I checked my tool shed, nothing. Everything's there. Chainsaws are still there. You think they thought you were, they saw the flashlight and went, Oh, he's awake and left. I don't, I don't know if it was that, or if it was, you know, I flipped on some porch lights while I was getting dressed just to kind of spook them up a little bit. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if somebody thought, man, this, you know, they were drunk. Cause it was like one thirty. if they were yeah. drunk and, and if they just pulled in there and they thought, Oh, this is my boys. I gotta go in there <laughs> and they just smashed the gate. So I called the sheriff and, uh, nine one one, which went to the county sheriff and, the, and, a, and a lady county sheriff, a lady pulled up and I ended up talking to her for an hour in the park in my driveway with my broken gate hanging there. And, uh, just talking about all kinds of stuff, had an amazing conversation. What an incredible, she uh, was bored. well, and I'm pretty much a, you know, law enforcement anyway. Oh my uh, gosh. About as close as you can get without actually having the badge. Uh, I mean, I do have a badge from the Texas Rangers, but it's like not an official badge where I could arrest you with it or something, but well, maybe I could. But anyway, I'm telling you, you want to talk about freak out. And of course, I haven't told Mrs. Graney a word. And she's, she's probably not listening to this, but if she is, sorry, honey, I just didn't think I wanted to tell you yet. Wait, she was there and didn't know any of that w went on. So, you know, how and then you're outside you in the middle of the night, hanging out with some chick in your driveway. <laughs> yeah. In my. No, I put on my jeans when I knew the sheriff was coming. I went in, put on my jeans and I put my shotgun away and just holstered yeah. my pistol. 
So it wouldn't, you know, it wouldn't be some crazy guy in shorts and mud boots standing in front of my gate with a shotgun. <laughs> <laughs> so you went and got dressed up. Went got my chick, jeans on. Went yeah. and met some chick in your driveway and hung out with her for an hour. And your wife, awesome. your wife didn't even know. Well, no, uh, because she's got, she, and I don't know how many, raise your hand out there if you're listening and your wife sleeps with a if fan If you're not on. driving, if you're not driving. Well, you can raise one hand if you're If driving. she didn't know all that went on. And, yeah, she didn't have a clue. And, but she was responsible for the baby, for the granddaughter. That's right. Well, that's what I'm saying. I don't know that that's good either. What if something tragic happened that needed immediate grandma attention and she had no clue that it was going on because she didn't hear her? Well, grandma, uh, so I went in there just a little while ago at sunrise because like. Because you just got anyways. in from hanging out with that chick <laughs> in your driveway. <laughs> so I went in after my driveway date and. uh and uh, the baby was in the bed, and they were talking. Oh, okay, good. So the baby got up, and she said, and I and I asked Mrs. Graney, I said, what, what are y'all doing up so early? And she goes, she got up, crawled out of the crib, came over here, and was pulling on the covers, telling me, wake up, Grams, wake up, Grams. Because <laughs> <laughs> well. she gets up, you know, that baby gets up every, her mom's a school teacher, so she gets up every day at six o'clock right six thirty. you know a lot of kids do yeah yeah coco grams however does not typically get up at six o'clock so. no she's not the morning no morning she person can. she can get up with the best of them but uh anyway it was pretty funny anyway that was my night what'd you do last night oh my goodness well i kicked back and hung out the uh the wife and daughter were out at a the uh just for the evening portion of the yesterday, I mowed until I guess about or shredded until about eight o'clock. I look out last night and I had deer, uh, deer out in the field. The bucks are starting to grow. First time I'd seen a bunch of deer out in the pasture. And what? Where? What? Up in the front or in the back? My or? house, right? Just yeah, right out my back window. Out your back window, out there. That's such. A then good I get spot. up this morning and I jump up out of bed before my alarm because it's still weird to have light come in the window. I usually get up at whatever time the light, yeah. you know, starts right. to Me come too. out. And, uh, Which and I jumped up, thought I was late to the, thought I was late to come here and get on the show because it was light out already. And anyway, kind of weirded so, me out. I tell you, yeah, I, I get up this, when the light comes up too. I yeah. Just, you know, I was in Colorado all week and, and, uh, I'm getting up at five 30 and everybody else is sleeping for two more hours. Um, but it's going to be really tough in a couple of weeks when I go to Alaska and it's light all day or I'll tell you what it, you better figure out how to get some blackout, you know, windows or have an interior room or something like that, because it will weird you out. I, I remember the first time I went to Alaska and I went to dinner and then was walking around 
in Anchorage a little bit the first night. You know, I flew in and all that and then went out to went out to eat and was walking around Anchorage a little bit and I had an early uh puddle jumper to catch the next morning to get to uh Prince of Wales Island. I believe that's where you're going, but maybe not. Uh and jumped uh and looked down at my watch and it's like eleven thirty, you know, and it's light you out thought it and was I'm like walking six thirty. Yeah, you think it's just after dinner or whatever, you know. So anyway, yeah, it is weird. It will mess you up if you're not careful, but you do have to be prudent about that and pay attention to the actual time because that well, will get I, you. I I know. I don't know what I'm gonna do. I'm just gonna have to figure it out, I guess. But Hey, uh, if you got any ideas, shoot me an email, go on our Facebook page and raise your hand. Tell us what's going on and what you think about sleeping during the light in Alaska. If you've been there, Hey, McBride's guns. Thank goodness for McBride's guns. They're a family owned and operated full service firearm dealer here in the Austin area and anywhere you can go online at McBride'sGuns.com and, and you can buy one of their guns right there and just have it sent over to you shipped over to you to your uh, firearm dealer in your area whether you're looking for a new rifle shotgun personal carrier special order firearm the staff at mcbrights can help if you've got an uh, an estate and you've got a bunch of firearms and you're having to try and figure out what to do with them you can call mcbrights they'll help you walk through that they have the guys over there they'll help you establish the value of them do the whole thing they'll even buy them from you You'll find them in the same place they've been for years, the corner of 30th and Lamar. You can call them, 512-472-3532, or online at McBride'sGuns.com. McBride's Guns, well, they're our hometown gun shop. Hey, we're going to take a break, but on the flip side, we'll talk a little fishing, and uh, we've got all your favorite segments. We're just getting going. It's the Outdoor Zone. We're live at the Bunkhouse. You can catch us right here 24-7-3, or check us out online 24 7 365 at the outdoor zone.com I'm Everstar Pro Ron Sheffield and I fish FLW. You're listening to the Outdoor Zone. Fish on. Up this morning before the sun. Fix me some coffee and a honey bun. Jumped in my pickup. Gave her the gas. I'm going out to catch a five-pound bag. All right, welcome back to the Outdoor Zone. Live in the bunkhouse. Uh, welcome back, regulators. Hey. It's the season of Ram at Nile Maxwell Supercenter in Austin, Texas. Right now, you can get 2.9% financing for 72 months on all 2023 Rams, Lone Star Quad, or Crew Caps. That's right, 2.9% financing. That's the best financing on any truck in Central Texas. And at Nile Maxwell Supercenter, you'll find the supersized selection of Rams to choose from with the largest inventory of Ram trucks in all of Central Texas. Our inventory has never been this big. Of the 2023 1,500 quad cabs, crew cabs, heavy-duty rams, both 2,500s and 3,500s. For the best selection in Niles, promise to beat any competitor's price, go see the experts in Central Texas at the Nile Maxwell Supercenter, 621-83 in Austin, or online anytime at Nile Maxwell Supercenter. 
com. Man, I think it's uh, fishing season is rocking right along. We've got tournaments at all different levels, all different stages. And uh, in the professional fishing world, yesterday a record was broken in the uh, Major League Fishing record was broken. A three-day total for any Toyota Series event or any of that kind of uh, AAA, I guess they call it, AAA level uh, fishing tournament. Uh, the Toyota Series is what it is right now. It used to be the Everstarts. It's been the uh, uh, Red Man Series, maybe. I don't know. Anyway, Major League Fishing's Toyota Series. A uh, young man named Alec Morrison from New York the final Southwestern Division event on Sam Rayburn uh, Reservoir there in East Texas. 73 pounds, 5 ounces to capture the win. Uh, he wins by a margin victory of uh, 24 pounds over second place. And in reality, he never even had to fish the, the, the uh, final day there. Or yeah, he didn't even have to go out and fish. He only caught 16 pounds the final day, uh, but still won by over 24 pounds. Didn't even have to go out and fish. That's like an exclamation point to, you know, your day already a a championship day. But it was. Uh, I I think it's cool if 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 a tournament's going to be a blowout, you know, like that, like somebody's going to absolutely win it without, you know obviously even going out the final day, then let's make it a record or something. You know what I mean? It's a young man out of New York coming down to East Texas. That was the other part that kind of blew me away coming out to uh, Sam Rayburn, which is a lake that there are guys that live, guys and gals, I guess, that live around Sam Rayburn that uh, make a living just fishing tournaments on Sam Raber. So uh, there are that many events, that many big dollar events that come through Sam Rayburn Reservoir there in East Texas. And and uh, he runs down, and I don't know how many times he's fished it or how much he practiced or any of that stuff, but regardless, he's from New York, upstate New York, runs down to East Texas, Sam Rayburn where uh, we notably have some dude i'm looking at the top five record stringers yeah and uh they're all around the 40 pound range oh you're talking it, about stringers so stringers five fish. yeah this is different so i'm talking he broke the record for uh the biggest winning margin Meaning, oh, 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 well, over still. three days. It's a three day, a three day event, and over the course of three days, he progressed his winning margin by twenty four pounds. Twenty four pounds ended up in second place over the course of three days. So he, had, I mean, people had three days to kind of catch him, but he kept catching them. So, well, I. I just want to shout. Oh, my thought is looking at these top five. Um, three out of the top five are San Rayburn and Lake Falcon. Yeah, yeah. Well, for sure, dude. I mean, Falcon. 
I, I don't think people even realize what Falcon Sam Rayburn is known for giant bass. I guess Falcon is too. I remember when yeah. they had that one BASS tournament there and then everybody, or was it Amistad? And then everybody went down there, bought lots and land around there. Some guys are still down there. Yeah. Some guys, some guys are, some guys actually moved down there recently or not recently, but after all that, uh, yeah, it's Amstead is where what you're thinking about as far as real estate purchasing. Uh, a lot of guys did buy lots and land down there. And there's still a lot of guys that live down there and yeah. uh, that have made a living down there. Kurt Dove, uh, there's, uh, oh, uh, not, not Jimmy Houston, but who is it? There's one guy that one of the big guys lives down there on Amistad too. But anyway, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. I just thought when I started looking at that, cause I, I was trying to remember who I, who I was around when, uh, one of those was broken at a, I think I was doing Bassmaster University with Mr. Gary White or something. Yeah. And one of the guys came in and, you know, it was a big, of course, anytime you go and do a smack down like that. Yeah. Well, that's uh 20, anyway. 20 pound, 20 pound difference. That's a, that's a whole day's, that's a good bag of fish for a whole day fished. Yeah. And that's a whole nother 24 day. pounds. Golly, that's just that's uh, how, that's the difference he won in uh but yeah he uh I, anyway i just thought it was worth noting that's that's pretty neat um uh, the new york kid getting it done in texas boy if that doesn't if that doesn't chap some britches of some some east texas boys there uh <laughs> just being new york i mean can it be like any other state you know yeah like can can it be an alabama guy or something yeah, like any, any, any other state. <laughs> it could be Ohio. It wouldn't matter. But New Except York. California. It's not as bad as if somebody came from California and did it. I don't know. New York's probably worse. In Texas, New York. Uh, New York. Yeah, get a rope. I mean, there's commercials. <laughs> New York City. So... Anyway, no, but it was uh, it was pretty neat to watch. Um, I mean, like I said, if you're gonna if you're gonna win one, I mean that dude just blew it out. So pretty radical. Uh, I think a ten pounder was caught. I think Jeff Reynolds caught big bass was like a ten pounder too, which was a big fish for this time of year. It's just uh, so earlier this week, I went out to Lake Travis. I had a a trip on Lake Travis and um, I'll tell you what, it was, uh, it's low. I hadn't been out there in, in years actually to Lake Travis and the water's really low. Obviously uh, there's two ramps open, um, one lane, I think there at uh, Pace Bend pay, or not Pace Bend, but uh the dam there. Anyway, launched, ran up the lake. Uh, lake super, super low. But uh, I'll tell you what, something never changes on Lake Travis, and that's that you can get a lot of bites. And spent the morning catching fish on top water, and and uh, catching a lot of fish. And I absolutely, it reminds me of you know we grew up fishing that lake, and it reminded me uh, just how much fun that can be to 
just go out there and get a bunch of bites. But those fish, I was going to say, uh, completely post-spawn, just, you know, skinny, big heads, just didn't look good at all. Just skinny, post-spawn, nasty-looking fish. Lakes so, at 44%. Lake Travis? Uh-huh, 44%. That, that, and that's just incredible to me because we have had so much rain on this side of the river and uh but you told me a while back that there's a, a this is a rainy region where where we have our farms and that you go up on the other side of austin and it it uh it doesn't rain as much and by golly there's your perfect example of it not raining as much yeah it's a bizarre deal that it can be that close and that far away Hey, Go take a hurricane, fill it back up. Finding affordable, top quality healthcare options can be tricky for sportsmen, entrepreneurs, and those who are self-employed. But Altrua HealthShare, they're a 501c3 organization that's been sharing in medical needs for over 25 years. Health insurance is uh, health share is not insurance. However, it offers a powerful alternative to traditional insurance and skyrocketing costs. Altrua HealthShare is a healthcare share ministry which means that members commit to a statement of standards which includes a healthy lifestyle uh basically members contribute each month to a membership escrow and then eligible medical needs are then shared from that escrow account it's literally that easy i protect my family with altrua i trust altrua and have and uh wouldn't go any other way than with a health share program check out how much you could save by going to myshare.org altrua health share where we care for one another. All right, coming up, we've got your uh, favorite segment. Stick around. It's the Outdoor Zone. We are live in the Buckhouse 24-7, 365. You can find us at theoutdoorzone.com. This is Michael Waddell with The Bone Collector, and you're listening to TJ, Cody Ryan, and Beefsteak on the number one outdoor radio show, The Outdoor Zone. All right, welcome back, Regulators. It's the Outdoor Zone, number one outdoor show on the radio, live every Sunday morning at 7 to 9 a.m. Central Time here in the United States of America, or 24-7, 365 on your favorite podcast platforms. You can track us all um, all week long at theoutdoorzone.com. Find our uh, profiles and our social media connections and links to us all that kind of stuff just go to kids out or go to the outdoorzone.com hey sun automotive if you're getting ready for a trip spring break summer travel you need to make sure that vehicle that tick you've been hearing or that oil change that you need go see our buddies over at sun automotive Family owned and operated auto repair and maintenance company since 1978 each and every person at Sun Automotive, works hard to demonstrate that they take pride in what they do, and they want to be the place you bring your vehicle anytime it needs scheduled maintenance or repairs. Follow them on Facebook for great maintenance tips and specials every week. Sun Auto Service, locations around Central Texas, 405 West Slaughter Lane, 1300 Medical Parkway in Cedar Park, 1403 Rivery Boulevard in Georgetown, Lakeway, 1206 Ranch Road, 620. 
find them in your community, in your neighborhood, in your area at sunautoservice.com, sunautoservice.com. Now it's time for our news of the weird. Huh? Wild, weird, strange, and crazy things can happen in the outdoors. We seek them out and bring them to you each and every week. It's time for the Outdoor Zone's Outdoor News of the Weird. A 13-year-old Michigan boy who used a slingshot to save his 8-year-old sister from an attempted kidnapping said he was freaking out and simply reached for something that could stop the attack. So I grabbed my slingshot and opened the window and I grabbed two things, a marble and a gravel rock or something. Owen Burns told the WWTV in Cadillac, Northern Michigan. Police said Owen struck the 17-year-old assailant in the head and the chest and his sister was able to get away. I was just lucky he's just a big target because he's not like one Pepsi can. Owen said the attempted kidnapping occurred on May 10th outside the family's home in Alpen Township. Owen's sister was outside looking for mushrooms. Thought that was kind of strange. Uh, okay. Yeah, and I could... say, I say, it's okay. Be careful. And then boom, something happens. He recalls Owen's heard a scream while playing video games, but figured his sister was just messing around with friends. A second scream alarmed him, so I looked out the window, and I saw her being abducted by a person, and I'm like, freaking out. That's when he grabbed his slingshot. Police caught the suspect and said he had visible wounds. The teen had been charged with, has been charged with attempted kidnapping and other crimes. So the state police gave him an award, said he was extraordinary. And I was thinking... I don't know. I first of all, good job grabbing your slingshot. That's pretty smart. Second, marble killer idea. Can you imagine getting pinged? By Literally. A marble? Yeah. Literally. And it was could, could have been a killer idea. He had a wrist rocket slingshot. This wasn't like a wooden one he carried around in his pocket made out of birch. No, he had a real one. Yeah. That's yeah. pretty good. Yeah, that's uh, reminds me of a story I read one time years ago. There's a there's a very popular book that's out. You'll find it in hotel rooms all across the world, uh, in the nightstand of hotel rooms all across the world. But there's a story kind of like that of, uh, you know, somebody winning a with boy, a slingshot, a boy being in a, a bully in the yeah in the head. With yeah, the with a slingshot. What is that book? It's uh, Holly, Holly. I think Holly, Holly, uh, Holly Bibble, Bibble wrote it. Oh, that's that Holly Bibble. Yeah, ho- hey, Holly, hey, Holly something. Bibble. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's got <laughs> Holly Bibble by Jesus. Oh, <laughs> uh, wait, that's a good story. It. That's a good that story. is good. That is a good story. Uh, you know, I just it, just makes, it, it reminds me of last night as I was standing there seeing those people drive through my back pasture. <laughs> yeah, and you're in your underwear. 
<laughs> with and a shotgun mud and boots. mud boots and underwear. You better stop. I'm going to poke your eye out. I know. Well, uh, I, you know, uh, growing up, I don't remember using a slingshot a lot. You know, it's a, it's a classic tool for a young man and I give them away to boys all the time. We'll take them to camp and shoot them. And we're just talking about the wooden ones. We're not talking about, I gave one to my grandson. I gave one to Brady and, uh, man, boys will spend hours pinging rocks with us. You know, I gave him one, I believe for, uh, Christmas as well. The, yeah, but the you real gave one. him a wrist rocket. You gave him one that goes on your wrist and it's got, you know, sterile. Steel. steel. Yeah, yeah. And it's got sterile uh, tubing, uh, you know. Surgical uh, tubing. Surgical yeah. tubing and all that stuff. And it's like, it has a warning on there. May shoot eye out. Careful, you know. Yes. Only under adult supervision. You said, here, right. go outside. Have fun. Here's some, here's some marbles. Yeah. Hey, let somebody gonna let these little dogs out? Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I did, yeah. But I asked his parents first. Really, I just warned them first and then gave it to him. But I, I love slingshots. I mean, I grew up. Uncle. I grew up with a slingshot. Sure. I mean, I always had them, and I had those ones that were, you know, go over your wrist or whatever. I had those. Well, I think I think I got pretty dang good with it too. I'll tell you I that. Think every there may be a harassed squirrel or two in the old neighborhood, buried underneath the old oak tree out back. I it, I don't know if I'm past the statute of limitations yet or not. <laughs> forty years old last week. Yeah, I did pass it. I guess at forty, you, you can all of a finally sudden, confess. I can confess everything you did when you were eight. Okay, are you ready? <laughs> At the top of the next hour, Cody Ryan's going to confess <laughs> everything he did at eight at eight years old. Uh, I would got to be here to hear it. It would. I mean, I'm. You still owe. You still owe those people that money, though. <laughs> you, what you, money? I don't know. Whatever money. No, there is old. no money owed here, buddy. I am debt free. I went through Dave Ramsey early in our marriage. Got we we got rid of all those debts, buddy. <laughs> okay. Well, I need you to go have a conversation with Mrs. Graney. No, I'm kidding. I did. Uh, I I will. I don't know. You, well, you remember when I sat in the tree in the backyard and I was practicing. Uh, I was going to practice drawing uh, a bow on deer that were, they were urban deer. It was, it was in the city, but I was sitting in the tree and I was just going to practice drawing a bow on deer, right? And, uh, we had those blunt heads that were made for like thumping rabbits or something, I guess uh -huh. they were. Yeah. Yeah. And, yep. uh, and I had one of those on there and I thought, well, I bet I could like draw back and just bump a deer, you know, hit a deer with it and then see, um, uh, you know, see it bounce off or whatever and know that, you know, I'm surely this bow isn't that strong or whatever, you know? And, uh just a Matthews. No, it wasn't. It was, it was, yeah, it was not a Matthews. Walmart. Yeah. And, uh, and so I was sitting in that tree and those deer came in like they always had been, you know, I'd been sitting in that tree and those deer start to come in and they get real close, but then they, you know, probably 40 or 50 yards out, they kind of sense I'm around or whatever. And 
walk off. And I thought, oh, man, that was so close. But that was like one of the first encounters I'd had by myself with a bow in a tree trying to get as close as I could to a deer. I was just practicing, right? I used to do this uh, quite a bit, actually. I built deer stands and stuff just to see if I could get close enough. And I, uh, but I wanted to shoot that bow so bad, too. I'd been sitting in the tree for, I don't know, two hours waiting for those deer to come in. And you had that water jug, that big water jug. Yeah. Remember that? that? Yeah. That statue of limitations has not run out, by the way. I still well, have that jug. You knew about this one. You knew about this one. And <laughs> yeah, you did confess. It was good for your soul. Well, I had to. The thing, so I drew that bow back and I thought, I'm just going to hit that water pail and see, you know, what happens, see how far this arrow bounces off of it. Well, it's this big water jug thing you had full of water for these deer. And I pull that bow back and shoot that big, broad, blunt head. And it blasts right through that water like it was nothing. And I thought, holy cow. Good thing my idea to shoot these deer and just watch this arrow bounce off the side of these deer, you know, as practice. Supported by God. Yeah, because yeah, that arrow wasn't going to bounce off that deer. That, that thing was going to go straight through whatever it hit. Those suckers, they still have power. Yeah, I mean, that sucker's powerful. And Yeah, because that's I think kind of an a... eye-opening scenario, you know, being a young boy, like, holy cow. Yeah, okay, this is, this is real. It may be a small bow or whatever, but this is still a real, a real thing. Wow. But well, anyway, that's my confession for the day. Hey, I'll tell more you at eight o'clock. Yeah, I'll tell you what else. Uh, I started doing the maintenance on my boat myself, and there's only one way I feel confident in doing that, and that's by ordering a maintenance kit from partsview.com. And the reason being is that I can order it and it comes with everything I need, so I don't miss whether it's time to change the thermostats or it's time to change the spark plugs, any of that. You punch in the hours, your your motor, and it sends you exactly what you need to change to stay current on your boat's motor. So check them out. Parts View Online is an online one-stop shop for all your boating needs. They have, have over 200,000 products right there at PartsView.com. And uh, for our listeners, they're offering uh, $10 off, $100 or more. And so uh, you just got to punch in Outdoor Zone 10. It's not case sensitive. So Outdoor Zone 10 will get you $10 off at PartsView.com, your one-stop shop for all your boating needs. They pride themselves in great prices, fast shipping, handy maintenance kits, helpful customer service, and resources to help boaters find exactly the right products for their engines. Check them out. Our friends at partsview.com p-a-r-t-s-v-u.com all right count up game board field notes you don't want to miss it it's the outdoor zone we are live at the bunkhouse 24 7 365 you can find us at theoutdoorzone.com Foxworthy, and you're listening to two of my favorite rednecks, TJ and Cody, on the Outdoor Zone.
right. Welcome back, regulators. Hey, follow us all week at theoutdoorzone.com. You can find our uh, you can find all our social media. You can find links to each one of us. Myself, TJ Graney, Cody Ryan. Follow us fishing uh, tour, and you can find even Beefsteak on there who celebrated uh, 60 years old yesterday at the park. His birthday was about a month ago, but we had a big surprise party for him yesterday at, at the park and had the ma- massive amounts of barbecued brisket, meat, bacon wrap, jalapeno, poppers. I mean, come on now. Come on. It was a it was a good party for a good guy. Beefsteak. Happy birthday, Beefsteak. Hey, Keystone Bank. Uh, we are talking about our buddies over at Keystone Bank. They got a, a 6% uh, CD rate for new clients. There's some stuff there, there that they're doing that's just incredible. If you're looking for a bank, if you want a bank with some, with a group of folks who are just um, taking care of their friends and family, and uh, it's, it's the bank for not for entrepreneurs. It's Keystone Bank, our buddies over there, Jeff Wilkinson and his team operated right here in Austin, Texas by locals. That's why they're so invested in our community and its success. When you bank with Keystone, you get the local relation-based service that sets them apart. You pick up the phone, you know who you're talking to when you call over there. Banking at your fingertips anywhere, anytime. You got to have that if you're banking with uh, with anybody. You got to be able to jump online and and do your banking to learn more get started with the keystone account visit one of their locations in person they got one at 11,500 b caves road there's one at 500 pressler street in downtown austin or the one that's just incredible 900 hutchins avenue in beautiful ballinger texas or just go to the website keystone.bank for all their information keystone.bank for all their information now it's time for our game warden field notes These are the stories of the brave and courageous men and women of law enforcement, defenders of the outdoors. These are true Game Warden Field Notes. A Texas Coast Guard station, South Padre Island boat crew, located and stopped a launcha with four Mexican fishermen engaged in illegally fishing after in, interdicting the lancha, uh, Coast Guard personnel seized approximately 1,000 pounds of shark, along with fishing gear, radios, GPS devices, and high flyers on board. Coast Guard crews detained the Mexican fishermen and transferred them to border enforcement agents for processing. So a couple of thoughts. You know what high flyers are? No. They're like these tall rods. Dove that are nearly impossible to hit. (laughs) They're vertical poles used by commercial fishermen that serve to locate the beginning and end of a long fishing line. So they're markers that these guys use. And they they were doing these long lines that, that go for hundreds of yards a lot of times they those balloons or whatever no they're they're a pole huh they use them mostly for like tuna fishing and sword fishing 
Just get them no, out away from pole. the boat. No, they're floated by a buoy. They're kind of like markers that tell you the beginning and the end of a, okay. of a fishing line. But anyway, it, so they ca caught these Mexican guys who they had GPS. They had everything they knew to stay in on their side of the waters and international or, um, you know, outside of the state of Texas waters. And, but obviously they were poaching. So they came into the water, but the, but the coast guard took him to border patrol. And I'm thinking, where did you find, first of all, where'd you find border patrol? It's going to even have time to come over there <laughs> and mess with four fishermen when, yeah. you know, that everybody's just walking through. I had, uh, I had had a conversation with a, uh, with a, a police officer who was telling me about, um, how some of this stuff is happening in, on, in Texas. And sh sh they told me a story about, <laughs> <laughs> so the cop I was talking to last night in my driveway, he <laughs> started laughing. Anyway, she said that, uh, and you can see, you know, where somebody breaks into my farm and drives around in my pastures. And, uh, and I end up a, two hours later talking to her about, so U-Haul doesn't report a theft for 30 days. Of their vehicles? Trucks? Yes. 30 days. I could see. So, I so could see. She, she told me, she said. It's not uncommon for some, for uh, an illegal anybody, not just an illegal alien, but an illegal anybody to go rent one and then go do all kinds of stuff for 30 days hmm. and, and, and then just park it in the woods. And they got a month before they, the cops even look for it. I mean, they don't even hear about it. And so, uh, this guy had put had put trackers on all his U-Haul units that he was responsible for. Those little, I mean, they're so simple and easy now. You just stick them in the glove box and attach them to the wall or whatever. And this guy came, he rented one. He went down to Mexico, picked up a whole van, a whole cargo truck full of illegals cross the border, dropped them off at the Uvalde, which is a, about five miles in to Texas. You have a second border crossing on a lot of the main highways or main roadways. And, uh, he let them all out before they got there. They walked across just like they're all doing right now. They just walked across, walked past. Then they all got back in the truck on the other side and he drove them to wherever and the whole time he's got this whole tracking map showing what the guy did and then they the guy who the coyote or the smuggler just parked the u-haul truck over in the woods somewhere and left hmm. and they found it later just parked in the woods like are you kidding me they got oh. good tires on those u-hauls too That's so they probably good tires to steal no, I'm just saying they got, they got good tires. So I got a buddy who, uh, years ago had U-Haul tires on his boat trailer 
and uh, I don't know how I got them, but they were they have special tires that are made just for U-Haul for all their trailers and things that aren't just the regular trailer tires. I never heard that before. Yeah, they're like ten ply or twelve ply that or something. That makes complete sense, though. Yeah, yeah. So they're not constantly dealing with trailer tire issues, which we all last... know is, you know, a hassle. And they're like extra thick. They have them made just for all their trailers. Man, yeah. I, I they should have those on the market because I'd buy them. I know that's what I'm saying, but they don't. So doesn't work like that. Hey. We're going to take a break. On the flip side, we've got a whole other hour of the Outdoor Zone. You catch it uh, right here. You can find us live from 7 to 9 every Sunday morning. Or check us out online. You can catch us 24-7, 365. You can find us at theoutdoorzone.com.